from the Ohio News Network. This is the ONN Daily Podcast, presented by Ohio for Responsible Gambling. It is Tuesday, May 24th, 2022. For the Ohio News Network, I'm Kate Burdett. The trial continues for two men accused in the alleged hazing-related death last year of Stone Foltz, a Bowling Green State University student. ONN's Chase Bachman in Toledo has insight from a local defense attorney who is following the case. We spoke with attorney Andy Miley. He says the state will have to prove beyond a reasonable doubt that Stone was coerced into drinking. He says that won't be an easy thing to do, but the case hinges on that proof. Hazing is a statutory offense, so the state is going to have to prove beyond a reasonable doubt each and every element of hazing. That's where this case is going to rise or fall, in my opinion. Now, Miley says he believes the trial may go to the jury this week, if not after Memorial Day. Chase Bachman reporting into Toledo. Gun violence has been escalating in Ohio, and Governor Mike DeWine was confronted about it during a news conference in Cleveland yesterday. ONN's Andrew Kinsey reports. The governor faced several questions about the constitutional carry measure he signed back in March. That bill made it easier for individuals to carry guns in Ohio. Before that bill was passed, we had these problems. So for anyone to say that that bill caused all these problems is absurd. The problem is we have too many violent offenders out there. We are resolved to lock them up. DeWine says the state pulled millions from last year's budget to target violent crime. $250 million set aside for law enforcement agencies across Ohio. I'm Andrew Kinsey. Pfizer announced yesterday that three doses of its COVID-19 vaccine offer strong protection for children younger than five. Another step towards shots for the littlest kids possibly beginning in early summer. The company plans to submit the findings to U.S. regulators this week. Columbus City leaders announced a new plan yesterday to make sure the youngest Ohioans reach success. ONN's Tracy Townsend has more. It's a $1 million initiative aimed at making sure children know how to read by the end of third grade. It's all being done through a program called Success by Third Grade. The financial commitment will allow us to hire network directors to build community coalitions in each of the seven participating districts. In 2019, seven of 16 Franklin County school districts had third grade reading proficiency rates under 75 percent, and experts say the pandemic only made it worse. I'm Tracy Townsend. Governor Mike DeWine and Kentucky Governor Andy Beshear have jointly submitted an application requesting nearly $2 billion in federal funding for an old overused bridge in Cincinnati. ONN's Dave James reports. The funding request is for much-needed improvements to the Brent Spence Bridge, which carries Interstates 71 and 75 over the Ohio River into Kentucky. It's a nearly $2.8 billion project that would involve building a companion bridge next to the existing one. Both states will chip in funding in addition to the federal funds for the project, which will include improving an eight-mile corridor on either side of the bridge. Dave James, I went in news. Scientists are working on a nutritional breakthrough. In a new published study, scientists used new technology to edit the tomato's genes and found a way to produce vitamin D. This could be big news for vegans and vegetarians because right now, the best way to get vitamin D is from dairy and fish. Cleveland's football stadium is making news again, or more specifically, the name of it. ONN's Laura Queso explains. The continued push to change the name of where the Cleveland Browns call home, First Energy Stadium, of course. Councilman Brian Casey introduced a resolution calling the electric company to give up its naming rights to the stadium, which is publicly owned by the city. The push comes from concerns over continued promotion of First Energy amid the $60 million bribery scandal. 
That new resolution is expected to be discussed during the city council meeting. I'm Laura Queso. The FDA is warning against a new trend being popularized by users on TikTok. They claim storing whole avocados in a bottle of water in the fridge can help keep the fruit fresh for weeks. The FDA says that tactic can harbor bacteria, including salmonella. Special thanks to our affiliates, WBNS-TV in Columbus, WTOL-TV in Toledo, and WKYC-TV in Cleveland for their contributions to today's podcast. I'm Kate Burdett on the Ohio News Network. This has been the ONN Daily Podcast, a production of Radio Ohio Incorporated on the Ohio News Network.